millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Okay, sorry, you still want... Blow your tips, all right? Yes, John! Yes, of course you do. Remember what you did, sir? Oh, come on! <laughs> Have you also tasted your own cup? <laughs> it's your daily ketchup. <laughs>By the way, yeah, so we have, a, we have a sexologist here to answer all our sex questions because we have a lot of them. Um, so it's finally great to have an expert. Thank you for having me. I think first and foremost, How right? do we not know if we are also sex experts? Actually, huh? That's a good question. Yeah, because I was reading the, the general definition of sexology, right? Then they say it's anybody who just go and study, study and learn about sex can read. Which is all of us, or our yeah. parents, for example. Yeah. <laughs> do you have children? No, I don't. Oh, so that's actually one part of sex that you have not... Uh, Achieved. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that makes my mum a bit more experienced. Books, though. Oh. 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 Flex. Flex. Yeah. And I, I experienced yeah. labour pains with those books. Nice. <laughs> yeah, really, I literally nice. did. I felt sick in the stomach. I felt like vomiting. <laughs> and then uh, I couldn't move around for nine months. Really. This was a great answer that I wasn't expecting. Yes, yeah. But I really experienced it. I really did. Pain. Yeah, it was painful, it was painful. I, I think it was also because of the fear of judgment. Mm. Fear of not being good enough, fear of like, you know, uh, imposter syndrome. Mm. Yeah. But no, then after it came out that you enjoy it, then you want to have another. After it came out, yes. <laughs> Do three more. After it came out, yeah. Um, I think the pain was, I think people can feel the, feel the intention and feel the energy that goes into a book. It's pouring your soul into, into the words. Yeah. And, uh, Sorry, what's the title of your book? And as a result, uh, it was more popular. Okay, so I have four. The one that uh, gave me the biggest uh, pain was uh, the second <laughs> book uh, called Orgasmic Yoga. Nice. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Orgasmic yes, yoga. Yes, Did yes. you want to try it? <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like instruction <laughs> book. Slowly, slowly. <laughs> what was the first book? Uh, uh, first book is a compilation of different essays over the years. Uh, it's called Love, Sex and Everything in Between. Uh, it was pu- published by Marshall Cavendish. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, but the second book, um, nobody wanted to print it for me. So I, I, I decided I'm going to just do it. Self-published. Yeah. So it was, was it because it was of the title that no one wanted to print it? Um, they didn't think it would be popular. But actually, of, of my four books, I think this is the one that is the most popular. Nice. Yeah. Okay. So how do you go about be- like becoming a sexologist? Like, how do you even... Yeah, and why? I, I went yeah. and studied. Uh, I did a doctorate in human sexuality in uh, US 13 years ago. 14? 
13, 14 years ago. Okay. Yeah. So a sexologist is somebody who has an academic study in human sexuality and uh, most of them are supposed to have a master's or doctorate yeah. but uh, there are also people running around calling themselves sexologists. Uh, oh! It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> completely Is different from his old? definition just now. <laughs> no, no, there are, there are, you know. Just, um, it's, it's very much unregulated. So I think it's really important to look at the credentials of the person. So okay. in the industry, there are people that actually offer like professional services but are not certified or is that illegal? Yes, there are people uh, who have like maybe a 300 hour tantra training and call themselves intimacy coach. Wait, what's tantra? tantra? Yeah. 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 <laughs> tantra tantra uh, comes from uh, I feel India. Like I've seen that before. Yeah, I've seen this word India. when we researched one profile before. Tantric yoga. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Tantric massage or tantric sex yes, or something like that. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Is that, is that the same thing? Yes, yeah, so the origin is uh, from India. Nowadays, it's more like neo tantra which is are called modern day version they, with twists and turns. So it's, it's not really uh, traditional <laughs> in the sense because uh, I think the, the text has been lost. So people just oh. improvise or modify and then I call it a loose label, tantric massage. Okay. Yes. Okay. So what was the question? How did she how get did into, into oh, right, right, right. Oh, How did yeah. I get into it? Okay, so actually it, it happened around what happened with AWARE. Um, there was this uh, spat of articles uh, consecutively over a few days and weeks about rising STI rates and uh, teenage pregnancies. And uh, it, it kind of struck a chord with me that how come we always only read about uh, sex in very negative ways? Right. And um, it got me really angry actually. And then I, 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 the more I thought about it, the more I realised that we always talk about sex in negative ways. And not only that, we also talk about it in very cliche, contrived, artificial ways in magazines. Mm. And so that made me like ask like who's holding space, you know, for people when it comes to talking about what's real and um, how about the fun, amazing, wonderful, sacred side of sex that um, people don't really talk about. So that made me like really want to uh, do something to help individuals and couples. Yeah. At the time, I was surrounded by lots of friends who have a lot of sex problems. Cannot have sex, don't know how to have sex, painful sex, low sex drive. Um, and I was like, um, am I the only one who actually likes sex? Yeah. <laughs> so that made me want to help people. Yeah. Okay. This, was, this was like more than 13 years ago. Yes, more than 13 years ago. And I was very fortunate that money came in and then it allowed me to go and uh, pursue this doctorate because it's not available in Singapore or Asia. And uh, now the closest uh, place we can get uh, further training is Australia. Mm. And even then, uh, as far as I understand, they do not offer a doctorate. Right. But did training. your friends and family know that you were going to study this? Yes, yes, they know. I told my, I told my parents and they didn't really understand what it was. It was more like... Uh, just stick to a 9 to 5 job and just be happy with your lot and retire or whatever and I was like no my, my life and my profession and you know my career has to be something that I'm passionate about and there are days that I'm not passionate about there are days that I'm passionately angry about it um, <laughs> people who harass me um, oh, on social media uh, for instance uh, I can talk about it since this is not a client um, like last week there was this uh, guy he messaged me on uh, Facebook on my what? private what? profile okay. uh, not, not you <laughs> <laughs> um, and then he's he, okay I have this video on YouTube on the question uh, is it help is it is it okay to swallow your cum 
Right. Is it okay to swallow your semen? It's a great question. And uh, like your is, own semen. Huh? Your yeah, own? Yeah, yeah. But well, who's so, asking though? Th- yeah, I mean all the people who have <laughs> this semen. specific guy. Uh, <laughs> and uh, it actually is uh, maybe the the second or third most popular video on YouTube that I have. Damn. So Damn. I have a lot. <laughs> I see why. Assume if it's on the right side, I'll be like, yeah, okay, no one's asking. Yeah, one. so, so this particular guy uh, messaged me and then he said, what's your th- theory on semen uh, swallowing and do you swallow? First of all, like, um, why does it matter whether I swallow or not? Yeah. How, how does this yeah. affect you? He actually only wanted to ask the second oh. half, but yeah. then he need to cover oh, it up. asking you. So, uh. No, wait, so, like, what's the question? You know, you all got taste your own. <laughs> oh, never Before she answers, before she answers, <laughs> you go first. <laughs> <laughs> I've never actually ever thought about it, but now I'm curious. No, but if like say Nat kiss you after, <laughs> <laughs> no, does it not work like that? There was yeah, nothing yeah. that that immediately sparked out to me as, oh, that tastes different. Uh-oh. Like it just, no, it didn't. No, wait, wait. Here's the thing, though. <laughs> I just admitted that. Many people don't want to kiss after that. <laughs> Many guys don't want to kiss after that because they feel like they're sucking their own dick. But it's their own <laughs> one, what? Sure. No, I want to say that I, I. <laughs> I'm not sure if I tasted it before. <laughs> okay, so right. <laughs> like your own or someone else's? My own lah. The question la. was his own ma. Do you give a sick sick blowjob? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so right. Oh, this okay, about ten percent of the population can blow themselves. By the way. No way. Yeah, they're, they're Wait, flexible. How oh. do I join that? Why am I so mainstream? <laughs> <laughs> you need I'm, to go I'm for the orgasmic yoga. I definitely have tried before. <laughs> Who cares about the 1% when you can be part of the 10%? <laughs> also, you go full circle. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, anyway, sorry, sorry, sorry. Let, let, let me go back. So, don't judge, ah. Okay. Ooh, so, tough. basically, right, I was jacking off and I was lying on, I was lying, like, on my back. <laughs> so, then what happened was, and this is quite, okay, what happened was, right, I basically whacked one time, right? <laughs> and then it went quite high. I quite impressed with myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, right, it has to come back down, ma. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And he came back down on my face. Okay. Yeah. Thank then, goodness. Then oh, thank goodness, not your eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, no, actually, I think a bit. And it burns. Okay, but anyway. Yeah, it does. But then, right, Is that called a yukaki? Yeah, look, then, kind of a bit on the lip. Then, I don't know if I accidentally. <laughs> but, like, you know, out of reaction, yeah, I know, just I like. like <laughs> I, I wouldn't blame me if you just like. Yeah, yeah, I don't I don't know if I did lah. Okay, but reaction, you, you will just lick anything that's near your mouth. <laughs> right, right. It is quite yeah. natural. Wait, so right. you've never wanted to actually try lah? No, have. Uh-huh. Like, there are some... Okay, like, so sometimes if it's like, like that, right? Then you will sit there about and contemplate ma. Because you know what? It's like your post... <laughs> Shaking no. his head. <laughs> no, no, it's like they try everything once. <laughs> right, right. I see John's... I've... But I was once honest guys in this room. Come on. I was one. I was once gifted this like this little magnifying glass thing. It's not microscope level, uh. but it's this little magnifying glass thing with a little glass thing that got measurements, but really quite solid one. And then I got once put sperm inside to try and see my sperm. Cannot be that. Not, not I have a super super macro lens. I should try and photograph my. Cannot be that. So the sperm is the smallest cell <laughs> oh, okay. in the body, and the female egg is the largest. Sexology is there. Yeah. I've definitely smelt it lah, and I know it's, it smells a bit like chlorine-ish, a bit. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh no, yeah. she's just chlorine judging. Right. She's saying like. No, no, there are people who actually tell me that. Yeah, yeah. Really, as well. No, it's because like, I have asked my partner what it tastes like, mm. and then I want to verify. Yeah. No, there was this. There was <laughs> so there was this trend on TikTok, right, where the people are going around asking whether you like the taste of avocado, mm. and if you do that, that's what sperm is supposed to taste like apparently uh, apparently you can change the taste of your semen based on what you eat right so like apparently like if you eat <laughs> a lot of meat it, it, it doesn't taste very good but you eat pineapple it will taste sweet yes yeah I cover this in my blowjob workshop 
Oh nice. Oh, lucky, you, lucky you said workshop. Oh, was it a face to face workshop? Uh yeah, we uh, practice on carrots. Oh, oh. wait, why carrots? Why ca- yeah, carrots ah. Uh, oh, otherwise it's, it would be cucumber, right? No ah, like a dildo lah. No, but the carrot is the most easily cheap, accessible. Yeah, yeah, correct, right, correct, true, correct. But, correct. True, but, but then carrot is also can. perishable. You have to keep through and buy new. Anyway, mm. but since oh. then you can just wash market reusing. <laughs> yes, that's, okay. that's also true. After you're done with it, you can eat it. Oh no yeah, yeah. No then got nutrients, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, good, a healthy good. snack after a, a workshop. <laughs> Wait, now when you see someone go supermarket and buy carrots, <laughs> <laughs> could be anything. Could be anything. <laughs> what are some what are some secrets to uh, yeah. to the blowjob workshop? And can you review some? Mm. Without revealing everything. Okay. Because three guys. Also, how much is it? <laughs> yeah. How much is it? Okay, because of COVID, so I'm doing a virtual one soon. Ooh. It's only fifty dollars. Okay. Yeah, oh. And they can they can uh, watch the recording for up to thirty days. Oh. Okay. Doesn't that require you to demonstrate it? Then making yes, your yes. workshop so we'll material be actually very raunchy. Okay. So monkey see monkey do lah. I show then they try lor. But that's just so, weird thing to have to do for your job, right? Yeah. Do they all on the camera? Uh yeah. So that's the nice thing about uh, <laughs> uh Zoom. You they can choose to turn it off. Oh okay. okay yeah. So okay. that's uh, but not fair privacy. Like. Yeah. Can you you cannot see whether but like they're doing correctly. The, but it doesn't help them because you cannot see what they're doing maybe wrong and, and then yes. correcting them. So like, on, only yeah. if they want to, you know, share that part of themselves yeah. to me. Uh, yeah. What I'm more concerned about is uh, Are they recording people you? using it as masturbation material. Right. Oh. That's very. <laughs> okay, yeah. okay, okay. But then I'm sure they sign some papers. No but no. how you know what they do in their own time? True. Yeah. Okay, I want to talk about uh, how you can alter the taste so you can have a more alkaline diet. You can eat uh, kiwi, banana, celery, pineapple. They all help oh, with the taste. Okay. Wait, basically fruits oh. and vegetables. Basically but, but fruits and vegetables. So it makes it like sweeter or does it make it yes. like... Yes, okay. it does help. So pineapple, banana, more alkaline. Make okay. it more alkaline. Yes, okay. it helps. You should do an experiment. And it tastes terrible alcohol. if you're a smoker, you know. The, uh, that's what I heard so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Why, what yes. does it do? Uh? And actually, I want to say it's okay, you know, to taste your own because that's also a way to... Uh, QC. Check, see check. how you can yeah, change QC. the flavor. Uh. No, QC, like see if there's anything like weird yeah. with the smell, taste, texture. This is your body. It's true. Wait, nobody asked you to drink it, but you should not, taste not it. Not asking you to drink the whole bucket, you know. Because Just you are like, expecting your partner to taste yeah. a little bit of it. You should mm. QC first. It's like when you cook something, oh. you have to taste a bit, right? Yeah. I thought I mean QC as in like whether there's signs that I have uh, like a problem with my body. Please refrain from eating your own cup. <laughs> <laughs> but it's cheaper than going to a doctor. It is, it's free. Right? <laughs> Are there actually ways to tell if there's something wrong? Uh, you can look it up. This is the extent of my knowledge. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> okay, sorry, you still want what, what blowjob tips or what? Oh, blowjob, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> wait, why does, yeah, why yeah, does so John... Yeah, support you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so remember when you <laughs> tasted your own cup? You little shit. Okay, so one of the ways to give better blowjobs is, is besides using your mouth, you can also use your hand at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, why is John asking for tips to give? For the podcast. Uh, oh. yeah, nah, for them. Nah. Sure. You, oh, I got you. Because <laughs> <laughs> he no. was not sure he did the mic. If, 
if if you are able to uh, uh, learn this for yourself, then you can actually teach all your future partners. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, uh, it's a life skill. So I just need to send that for the workshop. No, yeah, sorry. Okay. So not saying she need it or anything. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Okay. You happy? Yes, happy with yeah, that. Happy. Yeah. Thanks. Okay. No, so I want to backtrack a bit to you, to to you going to study this professionally and properly, right? Like. What is the school of sex like? Mm. Like over like three years, sex or right. I don't know how long, right? Like what is, is it like, like practical? What's the modules? Like yes. you every day go like your homework is to like masturbate or, or have sex with people. Yes, like... that's one of the homework. Wait, what? Oh. No, not to have sex with people, oh, but okay, if you okay. have a partner, yes, there will be like different exercises that you can do so that you have a better idea of what kind of exercises you can uh, suggest to your clients. So, huh? Wait, partner? As in like partner? No, if you're for your real life already in a relationship, work Yes, yes. No, actually, no. It's not as kinky as people think. Mm. Yeah. People okay. by by people. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I don't even think it's kinky. Uh. I would think it's just a lot of very sciencey like, biology. Yeah. Yes, for most part, it's quite academic. It's quite boring. Mm. Uh, I would say, even though the topic is interesting, uh, a lot of it is quite theoretical. So, the but do you and your groupmates? Yeah. Do but you and your groupmates unofficially group together to study? If you no, know what I'm saying? No, no, no. Too much to study. Because there's the uh, history of sexology. Oh, no, no, no. You don't know what I'm saying. Never group mind. together to study. <laughs> to study. Yeah. Like as no. students, la, you know, no, you all do no. practical like lessons. Burn the midnight oil. No, we oh. don't. Oh. We do have some uh, practical, <laughs> more practical homework, but a lot of it is uh, by yourself, journal, or if you have a partner, do it with your partner. Right. Do the teachers tend to be male or female? Uh, most of them were male. Also, then the stu- yeah, on the how, what's the 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 student gender yeah. ratio like? It was it was interesting. I had a lot of uh, female classmates, yeah, and all of them have uh, come from very different backgrounds, and um, they are a lot more um, like sexually experienced than uh-huh. I am. Even yeah. though I thought I was very like positive about sex, uh, they have a lot more varied experiences. So the school is still mainly men teaching mainly women about sex? Uh, no, 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 we do have... We do have female uh, teachers. Right. It's, it's less about the gender and more about the topic. Yeah. So, so what is like the one of the more interesting like assignments or projects that you have to do? Okay, I can tell you one. Yeah. Uh, there was one assignment I was given. Uh, if you have a partner tonight, go back and have sex with your partner. And uh, before your partner enters you, uh, uh, your partner is supposed to ask you for permission before going in. Oh, and people that, do that. Yeah. So my my partner was supposed <laughs> to ask. My my partner was supposed to ask. Uh, can I come in or something like that? So so we <laughs> he's a so vampire. We, we we so yeah we did all the normal stuff um, and uh, then after that we were supposed to do like a little debrief uh, and then then it hit me and then I started crying. I was like um, I have been sexual for like about ten years now and this is the first time anybody has ever asked for permission to go into right. my vagina Why? and I was like this is the first time. Uh, it, it wouldn't have occurred to me. It's like, you know, like, oh, your body is telling me you're ready. Then, you know, they just like fumble and right. just do stuff to you. But actually to have someone ask you, that's just another level of consent. And Was that the intention of the assignment? Or you got a different... I take away. Mm, yeah. yeah. I, I think it was, it was the point of the exercise. Right. Because... Oh. 
sometimes you just have to do your homework and you don't really know what the point is. Or why is. you are doing yeah. it. Yeah. But that one really hit really hard because it just hit me and then I started crying. Shit. Yeah. Damn. Sorry, might be a weird follow-up question. But thereafter, do you continue? Yeah. Do you request that your partner always seek consent? Was it something you insist? It was, it was actually really empowering, you know? And Unlike what people think, which is like, oh, it breaks the moment, mo- the mood. Yeah, it was my first thought. Things like that. It's, it, it, it doesn't. It right. actually make me feel really good because by asking me, it gives me a chance to, to think, uh, am I, am, is my body really ready? Uh, even though I might look or sound or seem very aroused, maybe I'm not really there because I am the owner of my body, you know, only I will know. You are just guessing. Has there been a time when you said no? Uh, yeah, you can you can have you can make adjustments, you can say uh, maybe a bit longer or something right. like that. Yeah. Right? It gives you but a chance to yeah. to say when does foreplay end. Because for you if also, the person right? doesn't doesn't ask, then you also don't know what the person is going to do next. Yeah. So now you expect your partner to always ask. Uh, it would be it would be great if I we can reach that level of consciousness. Go and try this with your. I think this guys. is this is all the is all related to what's been happening in the media with all, a lot of people just taking things for granted, and uh, doing things to women like coming on their face and thinking like other people do it I can do it or it's kinky or this is what I want or uh, uh, a bit more or, or, or shit like that you know. Yeah yeah yeah. It's it's uh, actually really really disrespectful. Mm. If we can have this same amount of respect for not just women but also men that would be great or boys that would be great mm. like growing up um, as little boys and girls being told that what you feel is valid right. like you know you have had enough or you you want to like leave the party or things like that instead of being like it's interesting you, you brought up boys right what, what are some things that you think we we don't think about where like that men deal with um, it's, it's very unfortunate that a lot of uh, men are expected to be horny all the time to be macho, to be strong, that's true, that's true. to uh, not be so emo, uh, not be so sensitive. But I actually have clients who, uh, the woman is more, what you call, more masculine, more dominant. And so a bit of like role reversal. And it's actually very common in Singapore. Because mm. as uh, women, we are told like, uh, be smart, don't be stupid, work hard, be firm, be strong, be vocal. And then we may not know this, but in our personal relationship, we may be uh, quite scary to our partner. Right. Do you, do you relate to what she's saying? Or, yeah, yeah, or? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Me, no, I think like like very really early in in my relationship <laughs> with my fiance, like I think like I was definitely scared of her in some sense, like, which wasn't wrong. I, I think I enjoyed it because I think in my past relationships I was always expected to be the the alpha, right? Or like wear the pants. But I'm very happy for like Ned to wear the pants in the relationship. In that sense, like, I mean, like, yes, yeah. and it, and it's okay, you know, if you're okay with it, uh, it can also be fun to consciously uh, role reverse. For mm. instance, in the bedroom, or today I do this, then you listen to me, and then you take turns to be the alpha. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, okay. I thought like pegging, or you wear the dress, <laughs> the g-string. Yeah, I feel like we had this chat. <laughs> <laughs> no, is there, are there any unique like issues that are very common among Singaporean women? Uh, low sex drive. Low sex drive. Yeah, it's true. Ah. Is, is it by, is that because of Singaporean men? No, it's because we are tired, we are stressed, we are busy, yeah. we are working. I I always say this, and I just make it very simple. When someone is hungry, they want to eat. When they're tired, they want to sleep. So when you are stressed, you are tired, you are anxious. Of course, the only thing you are thinking of is rest. You are not thinking of sex. Uh, I feel that our sex drive comes from a place of wellness. Right. 
That's so then you need, to be, holidays, you need example. to be rested, you need to be fed, you need to be uh, feeling good. And, and then from that place, your horniness, your drive will want to come forward. Right. So a lot of uh, a lot of people in Singapore, men and women, uh, they do tend to have, uh, they do tend to be struggling with their sex drive. Right. So when couples come to you with, with low sex drive, what do you, what do you do? Like what do you advise Wait, them? Wait, why is low sex drive mm-hmm. an issue? Tired, oh, cannot have sex. No, as in, why is that an issue? Um, because they think it's not normal to not be having sex. I think the problem might be when one one side of the couple, like one partner has maybe different sex drives from the other, and so then you have mismatched expectation. Yes. One wants to have sex. No, or, or like what I learned about fertility, right, is that the expectations when I tell the doctor, oh, we, we try already. So we went for checkups because, um, shout out to I Love Children for sending us to checkups or just to tell people how the checkup was like, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then, when they all say, have you all been trying? They're like, yeah, we tried a couple months already. So then they ask us our frequency. And it's not even nearly one quarter of the expected frequency. You're supposed to do it every alternate day or some, something huh? like that. But that's like, when you're trying. La. No, during the window period. Yeah, like so, like one, two days after menses, right? Uh, you go, go, like every alternate day. Yeah. So the thing about it is that tracking in itself, right, is a very, it's a very same process because it makes trying for a baby, right, like, it makes it a job. It makes yep. it like a chore, you know. And and so we try not to think about it. We try not to. Today is the day. Today is my peak period day. You know. Yeah. So, like, I guess to answer your question on why is it important, right? Especially when we have mismatched sex drive, like what he said, or like when we try for a baby that time, right? And and it feels like, eh, how come? How come when the doctor asks us to do it every alternate day, it feels like a lot to us? Mm. It shouldn't what. It's like it's a mutual massage, eh, if you will. Why does it feel like it's too much? Right. Yeah. But but on uh, on top of that, right? I think another aspect on of the question. Kidding, <laughs> 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 kidding, kidding. kidding. <laughs> on top, yeah. Okay. Uh, no, like <laughs> I, I think another aspect to her question is like, um, is there actually an ideal yeah. like, frequency? Like I'm wondering if like me and my partner just don't wanna have sex, right? But we are in a relationship, what? But does a relationship like, must have sex? sex drive, yeah, 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 both. Yeah. Is that okay or is that an yeah, issue? Yeah, it's okay. It's it's not an issue until it's an issue. Huh. So, so the miss yeah, is true. Yeah. So the miss the discrepancy causes the main issue. If they are both okay, then okay. Huh? Also, even if you got discrepancy, but they both okay with that discrepancy, is fine. They uh, can take steps to navigate the difference. Right. Usually, it's uh, ruled by the person with the lower sex drive because the one with the lower sex drive will say no. But there are ways to understand yourself better, your turn ons, your turn offs, and then um, make an effort to uh, negotiate, navigate the differences. Okay. So, say there's a discrepancy, right? Then the one with the higher sex drive, right? Is there like, I mean, because there are obviously like other ways to like, satisfy yourself like masturbation and whatever right so then is there a point of time where you masturbate like too much to supplement the sex that you should be having I think uh, I have met a handful of uh, and- people <laughs> 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 I've yeah. met a handful of oh that was uh, why I was laughing because there was something about cum yeah it was something yeah. about cum as well yeah, okay. <laughs> anyway yeah. Sorry. handful <laughs> it was so fucking childish yeah. <laughs> I love it uh, I have met a handful of um uh, penis owners, they. Oh, wow, 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 way to call <laughs> me. Nice. They masturbate every day, uh, since whenever to whenever they come and see me. So they could be in their 30s, could be in their 50s. So when uh, they are masturbating out of habit, like habitual masturbators, 
but they are they they uh, most of the time when I ask when I ask them this question, they will usually realize that they are just masturbating out of habit and not because their body actually feels horny. Yes. Right. So it's just like saying you keep eating <laughs> even when you don't feel like eating. So what happens if you keep pushing and forcing your body to ejaculate uh, more than your body needs to? Um, actually, that's when they are actually depleting their energy. They're making themselves more tired. I feel so tired. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> oh, you must be every day. So like when I used to, like when I was young, right? And I also feel like, no, so like, I mean, I don't anymore because I have a like, long-term partner and like, we're all happy, right? Sure, sure, sure. But cool, 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 when cool, I was single cool. and I used to must be every day, I also felt like, like the meaning of sex and ejaculation to me suddenly also changed because to me this was just a very convenient thing to do it yeah. was just out of habit it was that yes, that shock thing yes just, just release yeah it was like drinking alcohol yeah, yeah just like, sleep better sleep better I have ever masturbated to sleep better yes <laughs> do not run out to knock out sure Cause do not pull myself out yeah. <laughs> but not like you directly hey shut up hey, where <laughs> <are you gonna laughs> go let's move this conversation forward <laughs> Probably you came on your face, yeah. Hey, come down. <laughs> Why you disrespect yourself I'm like that? A lot of people have experienced this, eh? Yo, the the fertility clinic, right? When they when they gave me the bottle to try and put it in the bottle, right? The chair, right, is as described one, eh? If I sit down and lean into the chair, right, I will shoot at my own face. <laughs> is what I'm saying. Right, right. right. I must so say, I stood up. Okay, maybe I have because I I I know that I have been in that position, lying down with my dick like facing up, ah. right? But the reason why, right, is because it's the best way to experience POV porn. You put it on your oh chest God. Right, at night. You put it on this your chest. This is a pro right. tip, by the way. You watch you watch POV porn on your with the laptop on your chest, right? The guy's dick looks like your own. Oh. Because it's just in front. The chest is so hot. Wait, I feel like laptop. there's a device that John just bought that can help with this experience. Pat was showing it. VR oh, sex it. Now. oh the VR. Oh, the VR. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. VR porn. Hey, what do okay. you think about VR porn? Uh sure. <laughs> so it's like does a this, of Okay, like, so I happen to I happen to also is it though? I happen to also work in the sex shop, right? So I know, I'm, I mean, I'm in touch with all the latest technology. So there's this uh, company called Levens. Uh, they actually have a Bluetooth compatible toys. It's oh. also internet compatible. And they also have the VR uh, feature. So you can download uh, the app and then you can use your toy together with the VR. Oh. Also oh. oh, when, when, what when you the see. pornographic material is sucking you off, you, you, are, you are feeling sucked off. Yes. How much is the whole set? Yeah, how much? <laughs> no, you, just, you, you can just enter the world uh, of the... The metaverse! <laughs> yes, yes. After, you, after you have uh, bought their, their toy. So yeah, how much okay. is the whole set? No, just one toy. Depends which toy you buy. Yeah. Like 100? Yeah, right? yeah, it'll be about 100. What is the oh. most expensive sex toy? Most expensive. I know, I know, I know, I know. The most expensive. Is it the, the kind, right, that they model it after the celebrities? Actual, uh? Yeah. Oh, stars or okay, but things bigger. Bigger? Oh, the whole thing? Sex doll. Sex doll. Or the person. I've actually seen one where, like, because. And it might be actually quite important because during COVID, right, like, when, when couples are actually apart, right, there's actually sex toys where uh, it's a dildo on the girl's end, and then for the guy, it's like a flashlight. It's it's synced so that yes. when they both Skype call, they can like feel yes. the same. Wait, that's so far away. The connection can connect. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's just internet. Internet. It's, it's through internet. It's through internet, not oh. Bluetooth. Uh. Yeah. Bluetooth is proximity. <laughs> How I'm come so I can old. see my friend on this? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my friend is in internet. <laughs> 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 yeah. I I think people are worried about the the security as well. Uh. Yeah. Wow. Wait, so if your sex toy gets hacked. 
Well, I quite keen to try this. Yeah. This is fine. There'll be new laws there for this. Okay, uh, then, uh, back yeah, to learning check. about sex, right? So, is there an ideal... Because, like, the current state of Singapore's uh, sex education, like, I won't say it's fantastic. Like, in, in fact, right, I think it's quite interesting that you you were talking about how the media in Singapore back then, like, 13 or 15 years ago, right, wasn't fantastic when it comes to talking about subjects like this, right? He started his own show, uh, like, maybe, like, five, six years ago to actually talk about these topics because they were deemed, like, taboo. Yeah. So I, like, I thought that was quite interesting, but what do you think of like the current state of conversations around sex in Singapore? Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, like, like, answer yeah, that first. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. I think there has been an explosion uh, in the last two years. <laughs> uh, explosion, <laughs> explosion. Uh-huh. Ejaculation of? Ejection? <laughs> e- 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 it, it must be subtle. <laughs> okay, okay. Anyway, there's an explosion of... Uh, <laughs> attention on sexuality in the last two years because mm. everyone's stuck at home so they are bored and then they're thinking of ways to entertain or um, occupy them time so yeah lots of IG sex positive advocates mm. podcasts shows whatnot all wanting to talk about sex mm. yep. yes so it's, it's not necessarily a bad thing except that um, they may not be thinking of the what they're talking about in all angles. For instance, you don't just talk about the negative, you you also need to realise that there's a lot of negative messages out there. Don't just talk about so, the positive. Yes, correct. Don't just talk about, oh, oh men are idiots, men are men are uh, committing crimes and uh, blah, blah, blah. And 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 what what is the solution? Is there going to be like maybe a bit of compassion for the fact that we are all victims of society and the lack of sex- sexuality education? Don't make it again... Uh, into a us versus them kind of a situation. Mm, yeah. So as a sex educator, you wouldn't just keep harping on the negative. Right. You mm. actually want to advocate. You actually want to um, put out. Po- and sometimes some of them are actually not putting out accurate or uh, messages. Okay, that's one. But also, it's it's always not positive. Right. Yeah, that's a great point. Because like recently there was that TikTok right where like this person like went compile all like the guys that like the red flags. Yeah. Yeah, 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 red flags from guys. Yeah, and then started to list down their names and everything. Yeah. That is a uh, invasion of privacy and also it's definitely grounds for defamation. So where would you say like a child like reaching puberty or whatever? Right? Like I don't know, is that the ideal age for kids to start learning? But where can they best learn about sex? Okay, so you know how in, in hospitals there is such a thing called informed consent. So before you do something to them, you have to tell them that you're going to do this and why you're doing this to them. For instance, you can say, okay, your bed sheet is, uh, is, uh, is wet. I'm going to take you, I'm going to bring you down and then I'll change your sheet, something like that. Uh. So you need to tell them before you do something to them. So that is also a form of, is a form of respect. So when you're doing like diaper changing, when you're um, bathing your child, you can actually make it known to them that this is why you're touching them in this way. So that they, they, they start to, even as a baby, know what that feels like to have that permission uh, given to them. That that right. is a form of respect. Just because I'm small, it doesn't mean that I am less than you. Ooh, oh, that's, that's so, so interesting. Yeah. So it's a, it's a little bit of subliminal conditioning, right? Yes, because then they know this is appropriate touch and this is non-appropriate yeah. touch. Yeah. When mm. the touch actually gives me this different vibe than when mommy and daddy is touching me right. or showering me, it is a different vibe. Or their yeah. consent is theirs to give. Yes, very exactly. similar to the whole thing I mentioned just now about um, it's my body, you are entering me, why do I not get to say yes or no? 
Yeah. yeah, and I think that's quite interesting because, like, I mean, just going back to like some nev- negative cases that we've seen, right? Quite a lot of times when a lot of victims were like sexually harassed by either like you know family members or whatever, right? it always says that they take two, three years to realize that it was wrong, mm, and yeah. so then something like this helps them to realize sooner to like bring up, bring it up sooner as so, well. Yeah, because I think a lot of times we are just like used to denying things or yeah. sweeping it under the carpet or just busy living life we just let it go by us so fast that sometimes we don't really process it fully mm. so then do you think uh, schools should be in charge of sex ed or parents mm, I, I feel that if if uh, once they leave school um, and also they are of a certain age they may they there'll be, there'll be gaps in their education around sexuality and uh the lack of sex education actually can cause a lot of sexual difficulties down the road, uh, such as sexual inhibition, such as uh, sexual you know ignorance, um, and sexual shutdown. Yeah. Why is sexual shutdown? They shut down. They don't know how. They don't have a sex drive. They don't know what horny means. Why if they are asexual? Um, there are people who are asexual. However, it's a uh, it's really a small minority. Right. And uh, this term also is being used so much that. I think people just throw it around. Yeah. It's just like, you know, sex addict, you know, oh, because I masturbate more than my friend, you know, I'm a sex addict. You, yeah. you get what I mean? So a lot of times, um, um, most of us will not be there. Wait, asexual is don't want sex or, or not even interested in romantic relationships? It's different, yeah. Right. Asexual, they do want romantic relationships. They do want relationships. They just don't want to have sex. They don't feel like having sex. They don't need sex. So it's just like forcing someone to do something that they they, they have they have no desire whatsoever. But it doesn't mean they cannot have sex either. They can. It's just that it doesn't do much for them. Right. So so for people, I, I mean, it's really painful to hear people saying things like, "Oh, I've turned asexual." Right. Yeah. Okay. It's like you're misusing the word. Mm. Yeah. So there's a there's an actual is there like an actual test that they have to go through to find out if they are actually asexual? I, I think it's uh, I think it's self-identified as long as you know what it means it's just like people who identify as uh, gay, lesbian, bisexual, transgender how do you identify it? you can feel it you know within yourself what mm. you feel is true of yourself yeah okay 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 then um, like a last question to round off this app right is for people who are interested in studying what you have or getting to your line of work, right? What do you have any advice for them? Yes, I, um, the closest place you can get this um, training is Australia at the moment, and uh, they do have uh, to master's level. I, I'm not sure whether they have to doctorate level <laughs> uh, uh, of uh. human sexuality, and even then, um, uh, you have to really think twice, like how transferable it is to Singapore, as in. Um, right. Sure, you can, you can, you know, we can have a few practitioners in Singapore. Uh, how big is the market? Because yeah. for the last twelve years, it hasn't been easy for me. Like I have been literally for ten years living month by month, meaning I make enough to survive, but not enough to save, not enough to invest. And only in the last two years, uh, things change. Things change for me. I became the locum sexuality counselor for Cancer Society, so okay. I have some additional income. And then I'm doing some project with Disabled People's Association. And recently, I became the sexologist for uh, of Noah and of Zoe SG. Yeah. So uh, mm-hmm. Noah and Zoe, they they provide uh, home based uh, STI kits. Uh, testing and no one's uh, boss reached out to me and asked me whether I yeah. would like to do an ad with them about erectile dysfunction. Yeah, you like, should. Oh, they saw you. Yeah. This guy is a face yeah, of erectile face, dysfunction. Like, yeah, this guy looks like he has erectile dysfunction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> no, but yeah, I've been getting a lot of their ads for some reason. Okay. okay. Yeah. So yeah, recently um I I became their sexologist as well. So okay. I I have more opportunities. Okay. Also in. on on that note, let's let's plug your your workshop that's coming up. When is it and how do people sign up? It's next week. Next week. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh no. Is it only one? We will do. She will do one more. Where can where can people yeah, go to find yes, out when's yes, the next yes, one? Yes. In December. In December. Yes. Um. I, I, I do run them uh, periodically so yeah people can uh, join my mailing list how? that's uh, erosecoaching.com eros e-r-o-s coaching.com right. eros coaching. yes, we'll put a link so in the description go and check it out okay yes. cool thanks for watching thanks for coming <laughs> to, your, like to yourself you want us to do it but then you <laughs> yeah. straight face and make us feel damn dirty about yeah. it but you keep baiting us hey what it's a professional uh, thing what's there to laugh about shut up lah <laughs> he's like uh, what is it Patrice Patrice it's a very educational conversation yeah yeah this is such a twilight conversation yeah. I feel like on one end we are all oh. really serious about it yeah anyway Hey guys, thanks so much for watching. If you like what you watch, remember to drop us a sub, hit that notification button and like this video. And also, thank you so much to Dr. Martha for joining us for this episode. We'll see you in the next one. Bye-bye. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.